It's a website called Under the Radar Mag. This is exactly what we're talking about. It's under the radar. That's the whole packaging of it. It's like, there are people that you're discovering. <sighs> That's you want to be first, you know? Totally. All right. I'm going to bring up the notes so we can talk about some bullshit. All right. So how much money do you have to, to invest into Land Rover shit right now? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm in, I'm in a uh, give it to me. I'm in a, a, a point in my life where I really any day I could just you know see myself giving up and quitting my job and I would need uh-huh. I would need kind of a parachute uh, something to, to soften the blow there for for, for me to uh, feel confident to do that. Like I, I have I, a few things. I have a few things laid out for you. But it's like basically like I knowing that I have a certain amount of money there to to meet our fucking livelihood needs reassures me that I can walk away if I need to, and for a certain amount of time. You know. All right. All right. Here's option number one. <laughs> Behind door number one is a taco. Food truck, taco restaurant, taco lifestyle. Yeah, now, now with that taco lifestyle includes my sister and her man, and them coming up to, I mean, going wherever. But like, presumably, you'd want to come up to like where we are. Somewhere close, like Burlington or something, let's say. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, it, it, I think it goes pretty comfortably into what I was saying about, like, a uh, an open-air flex space with, a like, a beer garden with a, with a liquor license and everything, where you could have food trucks drive in or have a, a, a brick-and-mortar store, but also people hanging out in an open-air area, you know? Yeah. I mean, these are these are all good options. I'm just I'm just giving you the. If there was a taco like, slant, I wouldn't complain. I feel like Vermont could totally use some fucking tacos. And between your sister and her guy, or your sister and her guy, and and the SoCal connection over here, my wife loves tacos. It's I, I feel like we could really get a get some. Dude, everyone loves tacos. Dude, they were here recently. His mom, his mom sent fucking like masa like like stuff to make masa he brought his like corn concoction from his mom isn't that okay isn't that corn concoction masa yeah okay he, so- he brought the raw stuff to work they had their like they're like um it's like a food processor thing version food mill to like make it into the like masa dough uh-huh a mill uh-huh and then he brought the raw like mill shit up here to us, and like, dude, I you can ask, dude you can ask my friend Buck, I had like a fucking a ball just like, what we did was the night before we did this we like got drunk and watched Netflix and like watched all of the like, the like, Mexican chef's table and like the Mexican like whatever episodes of shit and these like little ladies who are just like this is how you do this this is the technique and they're like showing you this shit and i'm just like i'm like leaning in and looking at this and i'm like Catherine, 
I'm so 100%. I want to do this right now. And she's like, it's 1 a.m. and we're shit-faced. Let's do it tomorrow. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Let's do it tomorrow. And the next day, I was just like fucking rocking it. I'm like, I am this woman. I can do all this shit. I'm doing her techniques. And we made like fucking just dope tacos and just we ate like fucking kings it was amazing stuff and his mom sent him all this shit and i was like god we could just have tacos all right anyway so that that's that's proposal one proposal one is taco lifestyle i am 100 percent for tacos with a beer garden i think i think we could totally take over shit here's proposal two all right I have I have the skills in life to be a distiller and a professional distiller at that. <laughs> I have the skills to be a professional uh, whiskey blender, bourbon blender. At some point in my life, it might not happen, but like maybe I should revisit that because you can make tons of fucking money doing that. We could just have a distillery in I think, reality we could just have a distillery that could, people work for us and they like work under us and like we hire and train people who can just distill properly by can, just giving them is it something that you can do on a small scale like micro brewing and and just work at the kinks and then grow it from there because i feel like it's something that you sh- should like if you had the recipe then you can just compound it from there and then we can build on it yeah we can do that that way sure of course i, I just don't know what the still laws are in vermont i cannot believe that the fucking dodgers <laughs> are in the world series right now this is fucking weird the Who fact that the fact Dodgers and the Rays, Dodgers Rays, the fact that there's a World Series at all is flabbergasting. I know it's just like the hockey world, the hockey Stanley Cup. I was just like, whatever. If the, the fucking Islanders were third, the third best team in the NHL this year, so like, coronavirus is awesome, but also kind of fucked up. For that stuff. All right. So what's option three? So we've done tacos. We've done bourbon. And option three would be kind of, it seems the most far-fetched, but it's actually kind of not. Um, everything else is like steady money and like. Well, it's steady money with a, sa- a lot of money up front. It doesn't matter because they're all, but they're all safe bets. They're all like, they're all like bets that are like, dude. Uh, uh, anything, ne- anything social money. based right now is not a safe bet. No, it is because it's like starting a social bet now, in twenty twenty, when like even, even like the Spanish flu lasted two years, and they didn't even have fucking like they didn't really have um vaccines then so it's like that was done in two years for them even if it's done in three years for us like let's say like worst case scenario i hope that's worst case scenario 
Dude, three years you're talking? Dude, think about it, though. Like, let's say that... No, no, I, 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 I agree, but you're also making business plans based on three years. I'm saying, like, if you are... I'm saying all the things we've talked about so far are fucking foolproof, right? Like, just like you will kill it based on just the idea that people want to go out and eat or people want to go out and drink. That's just, we're just like, this is just basic bullshit here. So, okay, all that aside... There are a couple businesses that exist right now or a couple like adjacent scenarios in which I could get deeply into Land Rovers. I bought my Land Rover two years ago in 2018. I spent $6,500 on the car for it shipped to my door. It ran and drove it has a chassis, a frame that you can read the serial number on. And that doesn't, that's not really a thing for Land Rovers. You can't, I mean, like in the Northeast, at least you can't read serial numbers on them. It's not a thing. And I've had people offer me 15, 16, $18,000 for this car. And it's like, it's not even, it's like a fantasy. It's not even worth that to me. So why didn't I sell it, right? And people laugh at me all the time. I'm like, why didn't you just take that? Well, because it's like kind of contingent upon my job. Like I need to actually have the car for my job. So it's like worth more to me to have the car because it perpetuates like the weekly check that I get anyway. So... You know, if my if my boss knew that I was offered that much money and denied it, I don't even know what he would say. But what it makes me feel like is that I should be investing in more Land Rovers right now. Well, but here and, here's my question is and I've I've said this to yeah. you in text before and everything. What why don't you sell that Land Rover and get the one and and the parts to to uh, to restore the next one, or get two more, and then work on the money to restore the next one. It's like if you have money that's available now to increase your potential, that's what the business would be. Totally, but in the same sense, like you can't. Uh, it's like you can't like walk the walk if you don't actually own one that runs and drives and it would take me more than a year to get another one off the ground to run and drive because of money or because of labor yeah labor like to just pure time right like i guess if i threw a person at it and said hey make this run and drive right but you're not at a point where you're making you're, you're getting employees or anything yet so, exactly. so I'm saying how so your first one you spent how much on? Like like you you purchased it, for what? It was like sixty four hundred dollars with shipping. Okay, so sixty four hundred for the first one, and you put in how much time or how much uh how much how much for parts and stuff? Woo! 
I probably got about thirty five hundred dollars in parts. So ten grand, you're in the first one. Yeah, totally. Plus time and all that bullshit. So totally. So ten grand plus, and you could sell it for eighteen. You could make j- yeah, like someone's right. Someone's willing to give me eighteen for it right now. How so much were like, those other oh, two I that you? How much were those other two that you 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 mentioned to me, way back when? It seems like I could buy another two right now. One for two grand and one for twenty five. Right. So right there, if you sell one for eighteen, you've made eight thousand dollars off the other one. You're buying yep. new ones with sheer profit, so that. The remaining balance is all money that you can use to restore two, not just one. Totally. But then I'm starting at zero and I don't have one to like currently drive and currently like the the other part of the networking effect is that I have one to go to events with and that one that I can like, you know, how many events, how many events are going on right now? Oh, that's really funny because everyone's still still having those fucking events. Okay, because they're all outside and looking at cars, so they're like, "Oh, it's outside. There's there, there's open air." More or less, okay. yeah. Well, except for like the really big ones, yeah, they're all the small ones are happening still. I feel I so feel the next... I feel like you sell one, you get two, you restore two with the money from the one. You sell one and keep the other one, then you have your one, and you have you've sold two. So you're effectively a, a a successful business at that point. I'm not denying any of this. I just what I want to do is I want to be lazy about it. Don't be lazy about and... it. It's a it it no, seems no, no. like something you're you're you have in your mind, and it's something that you're clearly passionate about. Just go, you know, just follow it, like. I think you're there's I think, sort of I think I think what, what's happening like here a, is your is your professional brain and your hoarder brain are are like mm-hmm. at an impasse and you need one to take over. You're either that might be true. You're either just going to buy like, all of this, them and never sell them or you're going to sell them and you need to tell your hoarder brain to be like chill the fuck out we'll have ours soon. Yeah, no, but there's this culture that exists within it. It's like hate culture. There's all these it's tough it's i can't explain this to you but there are like all these guys who just have had these rovers for like it's like this respect that exists there are these guys that have had these rovers for 20 years and it's like oh i've had this rover for 20 years and that's kind of part of the sell strategy does that make sense no, I understand. It's like if you if you are the person who never sells a Land Rover, your Land Rover is more, worth more automatically. Does that make sense? It does, but the the longer you wait to sell the one that you have, totally, yeah. The I know what you're going like, like, you you can you could you could put your hours in of that ownership on these new ones if you sold this one three months ago. Yeah, totally. So if you sold this one that you bought. 18 months ago and you sold it three months ago but had new ones your clock starts running on those new ones so when you sell one of them but keep the other one that one has now been in your possession for two years and you've su- right. and you've successfully sold two restored rovers that's 
Yeah, I mean, this is you're 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 talking all truth. This is this is what I was trying to say in texts way back when, but like we haven't we haven't cast since this happened. It's just, just is there a difference in quality or rarity between the one you have and the two that were available to buy? Yo, totally yes. So yours is super rare. No, mine's original. That's the that's the key to Wait, my what's, the one what's that original? I cur- You mean all the hardware is original? The frame itself mm-hmm. has like the original. It's the original Land Rover frame with the chassis number that matches the number that is on like the the plaque that goes inside the car. Gotcha. So even so though the, someone the two- rebuilt it in the mid nineties. It doesn't matter because the numbers match. So the other like two are did not th- like that? They wouldn't be because the chassis are gone. I would have to gotcha. buy new chassis for them. So you were trying to buy two cars that didn't have chassis? I, I'm trying to buy two cars that are cheap, like real cheap. Wait, you're still, these are because... still available? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to rush. No one's buying them. Well, this is the thing that's tough is that like, yeah, they're still available because this is what I was trying to tell you is that someone just someone's selling a car in Massachusetts right now. That's like five, six grand. That's complete trash. Like I wouldn't pay fifteen hundred. I probably wouldn't pay a grand for what this guy was selling for six grand. Right. Nearly what I paid for my Rover two years ago. But the, the thing is, like, the prices are going bonkers on these cars. And because, like, I'm not as, um, like, I'm not as situated as, like, let's say my friend Dave is. Like, he gets all the deals because he, you know, has all the time to, to deal in Rovers all the time. Fucking Dave. He's the best. This dude's the fucking best. All right. But I still have all these opportunities ahead of me, in front of me. And it's only made easier by the fact that I'm a Land Rover owner. Okay. The mere fact that my Land Rover exists, the one that I have exists, that is what represents me as like the curator of future Land Rovers. It's such a crazy thing to explain. It doesn't make any sense in a business connotation. Like, but like I can buy, you know, so I I did all the pricing out on like these next two builds. And what's funny is, you know, yeah, okay. I have 10 grand into this current build, but I'd have 10 grand into the next two builds and I'd have lesser of a vehicle. I wouldn't have as, you know, um, I wouldn't have as shining of a specimen, I guess I could say. Right. I understand. You know, and that has nothing to do with anything except for that. Like people like the fact that it's original and that's a different thing. I would have to buy completely brand new frames for the next two builds. So, Anyway, what you should do is buy them and make them electric vehicles. 
So, okay. So someone someone who's from like Wisconsin or something just sold us all of their vehicle componentry. We paid whatever, I don't know, money for it. And um, they're converting completely and utterly to electric on their on their Land Rover. Yeah, you, you just cool. make a battery bed and then you put the chassis on it, right? That's just that easy. I think it is. I mean, I know a couple people on the internet who are doing it right now. So, so that's, if you're if you if you need a completely different chassis for those two, why not make those EV vehicles and sell them to a different market? EV vehicles require. Also, I think EV other... vehicle is redundant. I'm sorry. Right, because it's EV. Right, okay. E-vehicle. So, or just an EV. Anyway. Yeah, I, I like E-vehicles. So, the issue with that... Oh, God, what is the issue with that? Like, I, what I'm saying is, if those other ones are going to be starting off at a baseline that's inherently lower because the... The, the the chassis doesn't match the VIN of the of the car. Why not just throw the baby out with the bathwater and use the usable parts and the sellable style of a range and put it on a new idea? How like I mean, all the douchebags are going to buy fucking electric vehicles, electric trucks in the next five years they're coming out with a fucking electric hummer yeah of course so just completely bastardize it and get in there first i mean i guess yeah you're you're not wrong it's just like it's just like you gotta when you do it something like that you gotta do it right and at this point i know enough engineers and None of them, I, I can't like take up their time to do stuff like this, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's, batteries. I could do batteries. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do one at each wheel. It's, it's, it's a whole fucking thing. It's just different wires. It's just like one wire to that wheel and green wire to that wheel. Yeah, I feel like I, I got electric vehicles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah, let's do this. This is a good this is a great option for our money. I'll give you ten grand right now if we build an electric vehicle No an electric vintage no. vehicle empire. I want no. a Camaro that runs on fucking DC batteries. Okay, but don't say that because I know where there's a Camaro in a garage. A fucking sixty seven Z twenty eight? Camaro No, that didn't exist in sixty seven. A '67 Camaro convertible in a in a barn. I know of one. Great. Let's get it and let's put some fucking Duracells in there. Yeah, you want to you want to make it EV, huh? Yeah. This is this is our fucking empire right here. That's what I get ten grand for. Jesus Christ! None of the other great ideas. Okay, okay. Why would I? Why another... would I want to give you ten grand to retread a tire from fucking 1962? Come because on. People spend Think big money on it. Because people spend stupid money on it, dude. People spend stupid money. The new Hummer fucking truck is 
$12,000 baseline. It's dumb. It's the dumbest idea ever. It looks fucking awesome. Did you watch? Oh, come on. No, no, no. You wouldn't buy one. No, I wouldn't. I would not spend $110,000 on it right now. That's my point. But everything about it, I like that car so much more than a Hummer ever. Like any other Hummer was ridiculous and stupid looking, but the EV Hummer, it looks legit interesting. It does. Like they thought of the, the, the fucking infinity roof and the 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 thousand horsepower the 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 zero to six like it it looks like they've put some thought into it outside of just being big and poor mileage yeah i guess all right ready for a topic change i i mean i i still i want to get our ev vehicle business off the ground here apparently we're gonna do that but in the meantime i'm gonna tell you about I'm going to say thank you to the uh, listeners who are back because our feed had some serious Apple <laughs> podcast issues for like a fucking month. That's what I get for trying to take my name off the fucking ISP address. <laughs> so uh, Guy Lee tried to fucking change the the feed name. And it worked for S- everything except Apple. Uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It worked yeah. on Spotify. Uh, actually, it worked on Google. Speaking of, it, did you did you update the Spotify and the Google or no? Probably not. <laughs> okay. For like so for, for like a week and a half, we had new subscribers through Spotify and Google, and now I'm pretty. Oh my god, are you kidding? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we had new f- subscribers for no reason, and then we cut them off. We just took it away from them. <laughs> no. Oh god, that kills me. Okay. Well, we need to reestablish those connections because we did all that we could. We had we had basically we had Spotify running and Google running flawlessly forever and Apple just was a bitch. Kicked the Apple kicked us out. Well, for no reason. The major problem here is that my Apple iTunes account is tied to an email address that I don't know the password to anymore. But now it's tied to my email address, so it's fine. Right, it's perfect now. But for the last three years, <laughs> I've been perfect. working blind where I can log in because I know what the password <laughs> is for iTunes. But I can't get any feedback for what's wrong because I can't log into that email address. Because oh when I try to send a new password fix for that email address, it sends it to the default safety email address, which was my Apple email address when I worked there. And I don't have that anymore. Okay, so we're 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 in good shape here, right? Well, yeah, we got past that. So my emails are still fucked up, but the podcast is back online. All right, well. All right, well, that's that's good. At least we have that, right? What were you, what were you uh, getting at on this one? You, you changed gears to talk about this. Where are we going? Take me there. Lead the way. Um, all right. Um, I was just going to say the Lazarus feed is like we have all of these people who used to listen. And if you haven't changed anything. Oh, yeah. Then you're back on from the Lazarus feed. Okay. That is Lazarus as in from the dead Lazarus feed. Because it didn't exist for months on end and then came back because the guy at Apple was just like, 
let's just bring back the old feed. Here's the URL for that. And I was like, fucking fine. Whatever you want to do, just make it work. <laughs> um, because the one that we picked through Squarespace did not, did not fucking pan out. I, okay. I was trying to make it fucking brand identifi- identifiable. You know, it's... It's just fucking weird that it's just a, a random series of, of of letters and my name. Yep, it's it's what it is. Is what it is. Um, I have endless topics now that we're an hour and forty minutes in. <laughs> All right, you want to give me one or what? Here's the best one. All right, the best. No, but give me give me two and I'll choose. Okay, burnt cookies is one of them. What was it? Burnt cookies? Burnt cookies. Okay. I have this theory that no, what's, they send what's the all... other one? I just I just need to know which one's which. Alright, burnt cook did you drink enough to catch up yet? Yeah, I I I, I it's been an hour and a half. I'm <laughs> I'm caught up. I was sober I was sober and clean living for ninety days. And the past sixty I've been on a on, on a downswing, so you're a you're on a bender. I'm not. No, I'm not on a bender. I'm I'm not drinking nearly as much as I was before those ninety days. But <laughs> when I do drink, it, it it has a larger effect on me. All right. Here's here's my other premise. So what was the first one? Cookies, burnt cookies. Burnt cookies. All right. The second one is a lot heavier. Could we pose as right wing? Right wing psychopaths and get big trucks and blue flags and terrorize the trump supporting houses across america just like fucking do burnouts and like donuts and shit in the trucks and spray rocks everywhere okay and be rowdy so that the conservative assholes that are too dumb to know why they even vote for trump are scared for their fucking lives that's the other topic. Uh, before I choose a topic, can I tell? Can I just tell you? Uh, in the last week, I I bought a gun. No way. Yeah. Oh my god, you're a gun owner. So am I. I don't get to pick it up until November first, though. <laughs> Are you kidding? What did you buy? Uh, it's a it's a it's a survivalist rifle. It's a takedown rifle, the Henry AR7. I it's just a little twenty two, but. I really, what? I really like the gimmick of it. It all fits in the butt. The butt. It's, it's great. And then, uh, it's that's amazing. It, you know, I could have sent you a twenty-two. It's fine. I, I. So, do should we go on this tangent, or do you want to do? Do you want me to pick one of your topics? Because guns in in California should, is a thing. Just yeah. Let's do yours first. Yeah. So basically, me and the guy I work with, the other Andy, we've... Yep, Andy. The entire time of the pandemic, leading up to the election, all this stuff, we've been online kind of talking each other up that we're going to buy guns. We're, we're talking each other into buying guns. It's like, oh, yeah, we we got to get this. So like every at the end of each day, we would sit around, we would have a drink, we would go online, and we look at guns. And like over the course of a month, we've kind of whittled away which guns we would be looking at getting and stuff and i was like 
when it comes down to it, I didn't need a fucking handgun. I didn't need a fucking, you know, high capacity rifle, a shotgun. When it came down to it, what my needs really were, were one worst case scenario. I have a survival gun that can, you know, I can use if I, if I need to. But two, it's just something that's nice for targeting and stuff. Like I could just take it to the range and plank. So mm-hmm. that's what we ended up going with. And then we needed to kind of figure out how to get them. We tried to go to local gun stores, and that is a shit show. It's a concentration of all of the right-wing people in SoCal lining up every morning to get their ammo or get their guns. Every time we went there, there was a line that was, that was like an iPhone line when we used to have like the iPhone release days and shit. People just lining up, waiting to get in to get their two boxes of ammo and shit. We ended up finding uh, the closest Cabela's Bass Pro Shop because you could order online and ship it to the store. Wow. But the closest Bass Pro Shop is in Rancho Cucamonga, which is like 45, 50 minutes away. <laughs> so we ordered our guns. We had them shipped, we had, we had them shipped to Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, God. We drove down last Sunday to Rancho Cucamonga. Before we left, I checked the website to see what we needed. I needed my registration. I needed my driver's license, and that should be everything. You have to take a firearm safety test, and they do a background check, and the background check takes however long it takes. We drive down there. We check in. They put your name in a queue, and then you just walk around this fucking big box hunting store for however long it takes. It ended up taking probably about an hour for us to get up to the gun, gun counter. We get up there. We show our uh, our, our IDs and whatnot. And they ask for our registration. I give them a registration. And they look at the registration. And they look at my... Actually, they just look at my registration. And they say, this is... This is expired. Do you have a non-expired registration? My my registration expired in August, and I never took it out of my wallet. I have my accurate run, but I didn't drive there, so it's I don't have it on me. So we drove an hour there, and I like I'm like asking him. I was like, hey, I have this. I also have like I brought my LA DWP bill with me, which has my name and address on it, and they weren't able to use that. They say like. After some cajoling and whatnot, they're like, all right, here's what you do. A mile away, there's a Food for Less, which is a discount grocery store. Go to the Food for Less. There's a DMV kiosk there. You scan your your uh, information, and they'll print you a registration. I was like, all right. They should have told me that, that, that at the front counter. But I didn't drive there, so I can't just take off and go. I have to wait for my friend Jones to, to finish his business. <laughs> he is getting a handgun and for a handgun you they need to have certain criteria like i think like dual uh identification or something like that in california he shows his registration and he brought his registration which is activated next month he brought his new registration and they wouldn't take his new registration because it wasn't the accurate date on there so he had to run to his car. So I had my old registration. He had his new registration. And never the two shall meet. He had to run to his car. He luckily had his passport in his car. And his passport verified that that was there. He goes through the whole background check and stuff. And it's background check. They're like, come back 
October 31st and you can pick your gun up. You have to do a background check. It's all backlogged because everyone's buying guns now because the world's horrible. So we go, we jump in the car. We've now been in Rancho Cucamonga for four hours. Oh, God. (laughs) We go to the food for less. I go to the food for less. I type in my information. I find the DMV kiosk. I try to get my thing. And it says, this registration cannot be printed here. Go to the DMV. I do it again. Try to try to see if it, maybe I type something in wrong. It does the same thing. So we get in the car. I tell them we can't do it. We end up driving back. Can't do anything. The next day is Monday. I'm at work. I get my work done to a certain point, And then at noon, I just dip. I leave, I jump in my car, I'm going to drive down to Rancho Cucamonga. I have my my car now, so I have my accurate registration. I have everything I could possibly need. I jump in the car and I go. No one's there. It takes me 40 minutes to get there because it's Monday. It's empty. It takes me 20 minutes of after checking in to get to the gun counter. Excuse me, I'm burping. Um, to get to the gun counter. When I get to the gun counter... I was like, hey, I was here yesterday. I took my my fire safety thing. I have that registration right here. So I give them that, which I got 29 out of 30, which I'm pretty proud of. <laughs> um, I give them that. I give them my license. I give them my valid registration. And they're looking things over. And this guy is looking things over. And he goes, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well... On your license, it says Andrew Thomas Guiley. On your registration, it just says Andrew Guiley. I'm like, so what? <laughs> he goes, it's got a match. I was like, oh, what? I mean, what else do you want? Like, I have my LEDWP thing. It says Andrew T. Guiley. I have my credit cards. It says Andrew T. Guiley. Like, what? what is going to make this work? He takes it to the back. He comes back. He goes, no, it's not, it's, 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 it's not going to work. I was like, what? How is that possible? I just drove down here again. This is all they told me I needed. This is like they looked at it and it, it like it, that they never mentioned that yesterday. He talks to someone else. Someone else looks it over and he goes, "Yeah, I think we can make this work. It's fine." So he puts it through. We start going through the process. We get to the background check. We do the background check, and he's going through line by line of what it is. And he goes, "Oh no, there's another discrepancy." I'm like, "What is it now?" He goes, your your address that you put in has my street address and then AVE for Avenue. Your registration just has AV. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How is that a thing? That th- those are just abbreviations. That's the exact same thing. So he has to get like double approval to do that. They they approve it. They they push it through and everything. And I'm going through and I'm signing everything on the background check. I'm doing all this. And he's not paying attention. And I just keep going. And I go, uh, I go finish and certify. And he goes, oh, no, did you? I'm like, what? What did I do? He's like, did you hit certify? I was like, yeah. He's, he goes, oh, no. I was like, what does that mean? He says, well, that just means that anything you entered, if you entered it wrong, then you have to come back in 24 to 48 hours to redo it because we can't resubmit it. So the next 10 minutes is us going line by line, verifying that I typed everything in properly. Oh my God. Dude, so get then, the fuck out of California. 
but here's the thing i don't care i I, i'm glad all this shit's here because who the fuck cares it's guns no one cares if this this if this is what all because believe me when you start looking at guns online you start seeing people complaining about california like it's like nazi germany and it's insane you got people. It seems complain- like it's pretty insane. You got people complaining about like magazine capacity limits and background check nece- necessities and everything, and the whole time I'm like, it's a it's a gun. I'm glad you guys can't get ammo and stuff. But at the same rate, I can't buy ammo anywhere because it's not in stock. So I'm gonna have a gun and nothing to shoot. Fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I'm gonna be a uh, I'm gonna be a gun owner in a week. So you still have to wait for it? Yeah, 12-day background check. Because they're backed up because everybody's buying guns. <sighs> Fucking crazy, dude. You, and you have to do a background check every time you want to buy ammo, too. So that's why I'm trying to get it released at the same time as uh, I pick my gun up. I could just send you ammo, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's allowed. Yeah, I think it is. I think you can just send people ammo. All right. Well, you try to send me some twenty-two long rifle with uh with with some heady topper, and we'll see what happens. You want twenty-two LR and heady topper? Yeah, it's a big ask. You just said you could send me some. How is that a big ask? <laughs> <laughs> you offered. You feathered in heady topper. Well, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's. I really talked myself down from like full on gun to like gadget gun, and I'm pretty happy about it because it's like when you go there, you have to you have to check that the art the firearm you're buying matches all the things, so they give you it so you can look at it. And it's it's a it's just like it it's just a cool little gadget gun. Yeah, of course. Because it's just a gun. It's there's no big deal. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's not like I'm not getting a fucking nine millimeter uh, shotgun or you know, a Bushmaster rifle or anything like that. All right. So next time you're telling me that next time we're gonna talk about if we could, would we pose as right wing psychos and get big trucks and blue flags and terrorize the Trump supporting houses across America? Well. Is it worth it? What do we gain from doing that? I don't know. I think we find out next time. Are you calling it? You're done? We've been at this for an hour and a half. You're going to leave Jesus. it on my psychotic shopping spree? All right. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, we should we should definitely pick it up there. <laughs> it, it poses an interesting question because do we become the, the villains that we we kind of revile or do we try to take the higher ground because the higher ground just ends up getting us nowhere at this point the thing we have to do at this point to be dead dead honest is i'll be fully transparent so we can fucking crank this one out this is the end of october oh my god we have to get this out before election this is our election special i hope you know that this is have to get this this is the election special. this is the 29 28 election special for 2020 yeah i agree but what we have to do is we also have to have a
Yeah. Oh. There. I mean, a little earlier. I don't. I don't have to work. So. 